With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gittin, Daf Lamed Vav, page 36. We begin 11 lines in. We said in the Mishnah that the witnesses sign upon the Shtar, upon the get, the divorce document, for some kind of Tikkun HaOlam, some kind of constructive decree. We're going to see what that means. What do you mean is because of a Tikkun HaOlam, some kind of constructive decree? It's something that's actually written in the Torah. The Chesiv, as the verse says in Jeremiah, because of a serve of it shall be written inside of a book and it shall be signed. So we see it's midaraisa. We see it's not just from the rabbis. I'm a rabbi. Rabbi says lo itzricha. It's not true. We do need it. Rabbi Lazar. According to Rabbi Lazar, the Amar Eli Mesir Karti, who says that the main witnesses are the ones who are witnessing it being given over and not the ones signing it. So according to him, so. According to him, so the, the rabbis, they established the concept of signing upon this, upon this document because of a, pr- a constructive decree. What's the constructive decree? The Zimnim the Maisi Sahade, the Tarzah will bring some witnesses. Meaning the, the Baal, the husband, is going to bring witnesses that say that it's not true. He didn't give it over, there's something wrong with it. So if you have them signed, as so, so sometimes those people will have gone off. The people who were there at the time when you gave over the divorce document, the people who were there, they might have gone off to a faraway place. So if they're out of the picture, so then they can't testify that indeed it was done correctly, everything was fine. But if you have them signed upon the, upon the shtar, on the documents, then everything can be verified later. Rav Yosef Amar, Rav Yosef says, Afilu Even you could even say the coin to Rav Meir who says that the main thing are the witnesses that are signed upon it. So what's the Takano? What was the Takano? What was the decree that the rabbis made? They said that they have to explicitly write out their entire name on the on the divorce document. And they took an olam for a constructive decree. Kedetani, as we learned on the Bryce of Rishayna, originally, He would just write, I so-and-so, have signed as a witness. And he wouldn't write his signature, he wouldn't write his name as a signature. So if you have some way to verify that uh, you have some other place where he's written something and you can verify his handwriting, then it's okay. But if not, it's a problem. They made a tremendously important decree. They would write out their entire name on these divorce documents. So we shouldn't have to always be searching and scrounging for their for their handwriting elsewhere. With Simon Alos, the says, "Wait, you have to write out their whole name. You can't just write a symbol." We find that these rabbis, Rav, so he would instead of signing his name, he would draw some kind of melting pot, and Rechanina instead of signing his name, he would draw some kind of palm tree. Rav Chizda Samech, Rav Chizda would just make the letter Samech, Rav Hoshe Ayin, Rav Hoshe would just make the letter Ayin. Rav Barav Huna Tzayr Makoisa, and Rav Barav Huna would draw some kind of boat. So the question is, how are they able to do that? So the Gemara answers, Shani Rabban and the Bekin Simanahu. The rabbis are different since people know their signs. So Gemara says, wait, So how did people learn them in the first place? How were they able to get their names out to be well known? The Gemara answers, Bediski. That when they would sign different documents stating the opinions of the rabbis, so these would be public documents that everyone would see, and everyone would see their very special signatures, these symbols that they used. Hillel Hiskin Prusbul Chule. So we said that Hillel, so he decreed that there's this concept of a Prusbul, that it has the ability to prevent the canceling of some loans during Shemitah. Tanan Hasim, we learned over there in the Mishnah. A Prusbul Enimashamit. If you have a Prusbul, if you have written this proper document, so the loan does not get canceled out. 
This is one of the things that Hillel Hazakin, the elder Hillel, made this following decree. He saw the nation, they stopped from lending to each other right before Shemitah. And they were transgressing that which the verse says, You should watch yourself lest you do something which is inappropriate, something that's against the Torah, which is you have to be able to lend to people even though you're not going to be able to collect the money later on. The Torah says you still have to lend. So what did he do? So what did he do because people were not listening to this? Ahmed Vehiskin Prusbul. So therefore he stood up and he decreed that there's this concept of Prusbul. The following is exactly what it says in the Prisbul. I'm giving over to you, the judges in a certain place, any loan that's owed to me by so-and-so, that I'll be able to collect it whenever I want to. And the judges they sign below, or witnesses. So now, so how does this work? We're gonna soon we're gonna understand this. But basically the concept is that since you're giving it over to the court to collect, it's no longer a private loan. And we find that when it comes to a public loan, a loan that's to be collected by Bestin, so we're gonna see that a Bestin, if a court has to collect it, so there's a concept of Hefker Bezin Hefker, which means that a Bezdin has the ability to make someone's someone's property or money to, to for it to be ownerless. So since they have that ability, so they don't have to force anybody to pay them. Since they don't have to force anybody to pay them, the Torah only says that who, whose loans get cancelled? Those have the ability to force. But since Bezdin doesn't have to force, therefore the loans of Bezdin do not get cancelled. Now, let's see this inside the Gemara. Now the Gemara asks, Do we find anything that from the Torah, it's something that the, that Shemitah cancels? And Hillel has the right to make a decree that Shemitah is not going to come and cancel this loan? So Abayin says, what are we talking about? We're talking about Shemitah and during our times. Because Shemitah in, in our times is no longer Midah Raisa. The Rebbe, and it's Rebbe, the time we learned on a Raisa. Rebbe, Omer Rebbe says, Zed Shemitah. This is the matter of the Shemitah. Shamoit, Bishtei Shemitah Sakasim Medaber. So it says, Shemitah Shamoit, that it shall surely, uh, the Shemitah, the year of the Shemitah will certainly create some kind of stopping. So it's teaching us that there's a double Shemitah that's happening. What is it talking about? One is the fact that there's Karka, something happens with the ground in Shemitah, and what, meaning there's a resting of the ground, and one is that there's a resting, so to speak, of money, because you don't have to pay your loans anymore. You don't have to pay back the loans. So at a time when there's a concept of Shemitah's Karka, there's a Shemitah in regards to the land, So only then is there a concept of canceling out the money loans. But when there's no canceling, so to speak, of the ground, meaning there's no concept, as as today is Midah Reza from the Torah, there's no real concept of Shemitah, it's only from the rabbis. So, so as well, there's no canceling Midah Reza. We turn to Lamed Vav and Bez, page 36b. The rabbis, they made a decree. The rabbis said that we should do it in order that we not forget the whole concept of Shemitah. So Ra Hillel says So Hillel saw that people were not lending money anymore because we do still have a Dirabanon. Midirabanon we say that it does indeed still cancel. So Amavihiskin Prusbul. So he said that there's a concept of Prusbul. 
And now that Midarabanon, from the rabbis we say that there is a concept of Shemitah, so Hillel can come along also Midarabanon and say that there are certain places where it will not apply, and that's the concept of Prisbal. Now the Gemara asks, Is there anything that from the Torah there is no Shemitah concept? And nevertheless the rabbis are going to say that you can cancel out a loan? What do you mean? He really still owes him money. How can the rabbis say that? Rabaye, so Rabbi says, Shev tasahu. There's a concept of, you're just not going. In other words, the rabbis aren't uprooting something and telling you to go against directly what the Torah says. They're not saying, telling you to do an Avera, or to tell you to do transgression. But rather, they're telling you not to fulfill the mitzvah. It's called Shev Just sit down and do nothing. They're not telling you to, to actively do something against the Torah. They're just telling you to passively do something which the Torah says. So that's, that's the concept according to Abaye. Rava Amar Rava says, no, you don't have to say that. Hefker bez and haya hefker. There's a concept that the courts have the ability to say that monies are ownerless. And since they have the ability to do that, they can say that the money that belongs to you, even though he owes you that money, it's cancelled. He doesn't owe you that money anymore. How do we know that Bezin has the ability to make things ownerless, to take away the property, the ownership from someone? Shinem, as the verse says, Whoever doesn't come within three days, says the verse in Ezra, and according to the elders, All of his stuff will be ownerless. He'll be separated from the rest of the people in the diaspora. Rabbi Lazar says a different source for this verse. These are the nachlais, the portions that they inherited. Elazar Hakoyin, Yeshua Benun, given over by Elazar Hakoyin and Yeshua, Rasha Avos, and the heads of the fathers, etc. What does it mean? What do you have to do? What does one thing have to do with the other here? The heads and the fathers. This is teaching like this. Just like the fathers have the ability to give over it as, as an inheritance, whatever they desire. So too, the great ones, the rabbis, have the ability to give over to the nation all that they want to. So they have the ability to do whatever they want with money. So that's the record. Those are one of two options on the source for the fact that Bezin has the ability to do whatever they want with people's money. Now the Gemara asks, I'll ask you a question. When Hillel created this concept of Prisbul, this thing that's going to prevent the canceling of the loan, is that only for his own generation that he decreed it? Or perhaps he decreed it even for other generations as well. What's the difference? Whether or not we can cancel the concept of Prisbul. If he only did it for his own generation, so then we can cancel it later on. But if he did it for all generations, the only way for one court to cancel the words of the previous court, only if it's greater than it, in both wisdom and in number. My, so what's it going to be? Are we going to have the ability to cancel this concept of Prisbul or not? Tashima. Let's bring a proof. So Amar Shmuel. Shmuel says, The only places that we have the ability or the right to write this Prisbul is only in the courts in Surah or in the courts in Naharda. And if you're going to think, I'm talking that Hillel made this takana, this concept for all generations, so then why can't we do it in any court? So that's a proof that indeed that he only made it for his generation, and that's why he could only do it in certain courts, because it wasn't universally accepted, it wasn't for all generations. So Gemara says, no, it's not a good proof. Maybe he really made this takana, this concept, to be for all generations. But he said it can only be done in a court similar to his own court. 
or like the courts of Rav Amin Rav that they have the ability, the power, to be able to, to take away the ownership of things. But not for all other courts, or all other people. Tashma, let's bring a different proof. Damar Shmuel said, This principle is an ulbana, which could mean one of two things. Either it's an embarrassment, we're going to see what the other options are. It's an embarrassment. Let's go with that explanation at first. It's an embarrassment to the judges. If I could gather together the strength of Taline, I would cancel it out. Of Taline, Sigmar says, what do you mean cancel it out? What do you mean you're going to cancel it? The only way you can cancel it is if you're greater than them, both in wisdom and in number. So how are you going to do that? So it's a proof that indeed that he, did it, he didn't do it for all generations. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to say that I'm going to cancel it. Amar says, no, it's not a good proof. If I could gather together the strength greater than the court of Hillel, then I would indeed cancel it. Rav Nachman Amar Rav Nachman says, no, I'm going to just establish it. Why are you canceling it? I'm going to establish it. You're going to establish it? What do you mean? It's already established. So from the fact that Rav Nachman says, I'm going to establish it, it sounds like that Hillel only made it for his own generation. Moran says, no, this is what he means. Let us say something. That even if you didn't actually write this prisbal, it says, if you wrote it, that's what he wants to do. I'll ask you this a different question. Hi, Ulbana. This is what we said as an Ulbana Dudani. Listen to the Chutzbahu. Does it mean that it's something which is an audacity? Or listen to the Nechuzahu. Or it's something that's good. Toshima. Let us bring a proof. The Amar Ula. Aluva Kalash Zinta Bekerav Chupasa. An embarrassment of a bride that she was wayward while she was underneath the Chupa, while she was underneath the wedding canopy. So we see that it's something negative. Amar of Mar Brei Bra Debas Shmuel. Rav Mari, the son of Bas, the daughter of Shmuel, said like this, Micro, what's the following verse? While the king is still at his, at his festivities, so he went down, meaning she went down, sorry, and she gave off her bad smell. Amar Rava, Rava says, There is still a great lovingness towards us from Hashem. The Chassidah verse says, Nasan, that gave off a bad smell of Lixiv, Hisriach. It doesn't say that he became totally sour. So it's referring to Klal Yisrael, that while we were still married to Hashem, so to speak, we were under the chuppah canopy, underneath that chuppah. Nevertheless, we still went and we did the Egel Hazov, we still with the golden calf. So, so the verse is saying that we gave off a bad smell, but we didn't actually become sour. Now the Gemara continues. We learned in Elvin. They are embarrassed, but they don't embarrass others. Shemin Kharpasan, they hear something negative about themselves, but Shivin, they don't respond. Oisme Ava, they do out of love, Usmech Misurin, and they rejoice in their difficulties. About them, the verse says, And those who love him, they come out like the sun in its strength. So again, here in this price, we see that the Lushan of Aluva is a negative type of connotation that they're getting embarrassed. My prisbul, the Gemara says, what is this language of prisbul? Amar of Chizda, of Chizda explains like this, Paros buli ubuti, that it's a takana, the word paros means some kind of decree, of buli ubuti, what's buli ubuti? The Gemara is going to explain. 
Buli is referring to the rich people. I will destroy the pride of your strength. And Rav Yosef learned in a brisa. This is reference to the rich people of Yehuda. So you see, Bulois, Buli means rich people. Buti Buti are the reference to the poor people. As the verse says, You shall certainly give them what they need. You shall lend to them. So who are the ones that are borrowing the money? Those are the poor people. So we see that there's a takana, this is a takana for the rich and the poor to help out the poor. Amrli Rava Lilouza. Rava said to the certain person who didn't speak here, we spoke of a foreign language, my prusbul, what is this prusbul? Amrle, Pursa de Milsa. It's the takana, a special decree over a good manner. We'll continue from here in the next daily daf.